mind, body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack life, not others, is an insight into that life. With Sensei Tim Hoover. Sensei Hoover, tell me about the style. We're talking about the style today. I'm glad you asked me about that because I think, you know, we've been hitting the selfs a lot and it is very much a part of the style, a lot of our life and the way we live. But I wanted to take some time and really just explain the concepts, the science of the style and how it was created and where it is today. And I'm going to start with basically the, you know, the most impactful thing that ever happened to me when I was younger that stuck with me. The closest thing I can think of a self-defense situation is getting into a car accident. And I was 16 years old. Between the ages of 16 and 18 years old, I got into six car accidents. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I can understand why insurance rates are high for young kids because they don't have the experience. They don't have the instincts. That really made me think. Now, two of those accidents, I went into the windshield. And um, it wasn't good. But the bottom line is, is probably why I think the way I do it explains today. a lot. Yeah, it right? explains a lot. <laughs> but I can remember that when I started creating the system, what I did not do kind of became the, uh, the core concepts of our system today. And I wanted to make the system very practical. I wanted to make it a reality-based system for the street. And then when you think about the street, you go right to these accidents. So here's what it is. You know, when you're young and you're, you're in that car and you're driving or whatever, first, number one thing is self-awareness. And obviously, that's one of ourselves, which I'm trying to stay away from today. But I didn't have that. I was new on the road. You know, things would happen and you don't respond correctly. But I remember the three things. If I would have learned to brake properly, if I would have learned to then steer and then accelerate, I could have probably beat all six accidents. So the whole concept, the whole system was based on that experience of coming close to death, having my head fly into a windshield. And then later on in life, I would build the system around those three categories, brake, which is stance, steer, which is redirect, and then accelerate, which is attack if need be. Brake, steer, and accelerate. And it also comes down to that you didn't have the proper tools and experience at that point to handle the situation in front of you. And obviously, thank God you lived through all of them, and now you learned from those failures. I did. And if you think it doesn't matter if you're ground fighting, rolling, it doesn't matter if you're doing stand-up grappling, it doesn't matter if you're doing uh, hands and feet, you are going to use a stance or position, whether it's a mount, guard or front stance or fighting stance or sun chin stance, you're going to block, you're going to steer, you're going to redirect, and then you're going to accelerate. It's a theory that can work into any system. So any martial artist listening to this could say, hey, that's Taekwondo. Hey, that's uh, Okinawa karate. That's jujitsu. Uh, that's ground fighting. That, you, can, you can look at those three things and look at it and everything, actually. You can look at it in a conversation. Somebody throws something at your face, you break, you think. You steer, you redirect, you accelerate with your own words. It's a, it's a kind of a thing that stuck with me as I started to write the system. Now, from that point, if you can imagine writing a book, sitting at a table and having this huge file folder, started writing a book, you write some things down and you think that it's going to stick and then maybe 80% of it you throw out. So you have a wastebasket to your right and all you do is every couple years, every couple months, and you remember those days, yeah. you all of a sudden you look at the system and say, gee, this doesn't work. I don't like, this is not, this isn't going to work. You're gonna, the guy's going to resist. He's going to do that. Oop, you, you rip the page out, you round file it. You keep maybe 20% of it and you restart. Now I've been doing that for 35 years. I have been writing and slowly over the years, over the past decades, then it gets to be, well, you keep 40%. Now it's up to 60%. And most recently, there's just subtle changes taking place, which means that the style is almost cooked. 
It's almost baked. It's almost ready. And there's a lot of variables that you have to look at, a lot of moving parts. As you know, we have phase one, which is based on distance. You have the distance, use your legs. Phase two is if somebody breaks into the distance and gets inside those legs, use your hands. Don't punch the chest, punch the face, punch the zones. If somebody gets by your hands and gets inside and it's now inches, we call that vertical grappling. Now you got to figure it out. At that point, probably have to take the guy down with some kind of takedown technique. Then you're in phase four, which is ground fighting. From those four phases, you come into the three zones. Zone one is the face. Zone two is the center, the sternum. Zone three is the knees. And those are the things that made up the style as it grew. How do we take this? How do we take the break, the stance, the steering, the redirecting, and the acceleration and put it into a format that covers all different angles of attacks, including multiple attack scenarios, as well as knife and gun defense that are practical and have no more than a three-theory memory. What I mean by that is going back to a story I was watching and listening to one of my instructors teach years ago, his name's Philip, and he's got this little six-year-old in class, and he's got his arms extended out. Philip has these plastic balls, and he says to the student, he says, listen, I want you to hold this one ball in your right hand. And the student takes it, and he says, I want you to hold this other ball on your left hand. And now the student has both hands holding a ball, and he says, now I want you to take the third ball. And he caresses it, and the fourth ball. Now, all of a sudden, after the fifth and sixth ball, they start falling all over the place, and he can't hold them anymore. And he says, that's like your mind. It can only handle so many moves at a time. And that, to me, that was a great message to this little boy about how you learn and how much you can really retain. And in an extreme situation, when you're really being challenged, you're only going to be, your impulse is only going to be able to remember your top two or three things. So the technique had to be simple, it had to be to the point, and it had to resolve with a high success rate. And that's the system. I like it because, number one, you learn from your student observing that lesson right there. Always. Always. I learn from my students. I learn from my instructors. I learn from my white belts. And I take it all, shuffle it up, and take a look at it and see what can still stand up and what still sticks. And what does I keep and what doesn't I throw out. The typical Bruce Lee theory. What doesn't work, throw it out. Don't just do it because some teacher told you to do it and do it with blind faith. Make sure it works because it's your life you're talking about. You don't want your head flying through a windshield. You want to be able to brake, accelerate, and steer. In that way, save yourself from maybe future accidents or running into people who are going to throw a fist in your face. I like it because number two, that can be relatable to anybody in any walk of life. And that's what we try to do with this podcast. It's martial arts based, but it's applicable to all walks of life, uh, your career, your personal relationships. And we've talked about that before in the past as well. But uh, when you think about it, just live life simply. I think we'd all be better off. Absolutely. Next time somebody comes in your face, take the idea and take a break. In other words, take a breath. And then as he comes at you, take it on a 45-degree angle. Don't head it straight on. And if you have to, accelerate means just pass by, keep walking by, and go on to the next person, the person who maybe will make you feel better about yourself. That comes second nature to you, those principles you just talked about, but we shouldn't pave over those. I think each one of those we should break down and make a separate episode talking about handling things on a 45-degree angle, not head on, and all the other principles you talked about. So let's do that in the future. Yeah, we definitely will. Again, I think that this is good stuff because it picks my brain, but makes me go back into my time period and look at how all this stuff occurred. 
And here I am today talking about I'm fortunate and blessed to be here. So thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on Sensei Hoover's way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Steve Mittman social media.com. 